Jesus, take your place. With the same words, just continue to exalt the name of the Lord. Let other issue that has been troubling, troubling you have it his way away from you and let Jesus take his place in your life. Just do not allow any hindrance to stop you from hearing his word. Don't allow the frustrations to come your way. Don't allow the trials to hinder the visibility of Jesus in your life. Just, just raise your voice. Just raise your voice and trump upon the enemy. Trump upon the lies that the enemy is bringing in your life. Trump upon the, the circumstances that seem to, to push you down. The circumstances, it's a time of Lent and there are so many temptations around. The world is changing every day. And many times we are tempted to think we cannot manage. Many times we are tempted to think we are not going to walk through. Many times we are tempted to think it is too difficult for us to handle. But let's lift our voices to the Lord and just say, Lord, let's declare to the Lord and say, God, let these challenges go away. I know that you are my God and my Savior. I know that you have taken over. I know that you are in control. I know that you are in charge. I know that there is nothing that is impossible with you. Just lift your voice. Just surrender to the Lord. Just allow the Lord to take over that situation. That, just allow the Lord to take over that burden. The Bible is very clear that cast all those burdens unto me for I care for you. Just cast those burdens to the Lord. Cast those challenges to the Lord. Cast those weird thoughts to the Lord. Cast every fear to the Lord. And let the Lord take over this time. Let the Lord take over your life. Let the Lord take over the situation. Let the Lord consume you, be it sickness, be it challenges of whatever nature that are being presented in your life this afternoon. Surrender all of them to the Lord and allow the Lord to trample over them. Allow the Lord to walk you through the situation. Don't declare defeat, but know that the Lord has defeated, the Lord on the cross defeated the enemy. And therefore, the enemy cannot defeat us because we are in Christ. Being in Christ, we are more than conquerors because we know him, because we love him. That he who is in us is greater than the one who is in the world. The one who is in you is greater than the devil who is out there. So let's have confidence this afternoon to know that the Lord has taken over. The Lord is in charge. The Lord is in control. The Lord is able. The Lord controls everything. The Lord knows your status. The Lord knows your life. The Lord knows your tomorrow. The Lord knows it all and he holds your future. Your destiny is in the hands of the Lord. Father, we thank you this afternoon. Even as we come together, Lord, we come together as your children. We come to say, yes, Lord, we are in your presence. And by the fact that we are in your presence, we have the assurance. We have the fullness of joy. We have the celebration in our hearts that, Lord, we are more than conquerors in you who saved us. Father, we give you praise. As we hear your word, Lord, it is a prayer that for sure you will speak to each one of us, O oh God, relevantly, Lord. 
because you know us more than any other person, Lord. Even the things that we do not know about ourselves, Jehovah God, you know them. And so it is our prayer, Lord, that you take over and reign in our lives this afternoon. We give you praise, our God and our Father, for in the name of Jesus Christ we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Let's take our seats. Amen. Turn with me to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 51. Isaiah chapter 51. And I'm going to be reading from verse 1 through to 11. Isaiah 51 from verse 1 through to 11. It says, listen to me, you who pursue righteousness, you who seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were hewn and to the quarry from where you were dug. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah who bore you. For he, has, he was but one when I called him, that I might bless him and multiply him. For the Lord comforts Zion, he comforts all her waste places, and makes her wilderness like Eden, her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in her, thanksgiving and the voice of, of song. Give attention to me, my people, and give ear to me, my nation. For a law will go out from me, and um, I will set my justice for a light to the peoples. My righteousness draws near, my salvation has gone out, and my arm, arms will judge the peoples. The coastlands hope for me, and for my arm they wait. Lift up your eyes to the heavens, and look at the earth beneath, for the heavens vanish like smoke. The earth will wear out like a garment, and they who dwell in it will die like, like, in like manner. But my salvation will be forever, and my righteousness will never be dismayed. Listen to me, you who know righteousness, the people in whose heart is my law. Fear not the reproach of man, nor be dismayed at their rivalings. For the moth will eat them up like a garment, and the wolf will eat them like wool. But my righteousness will be forever, and my salvation to all generations. Awake, awake, put on strength, O arm of the Lord. Awake as in the days of old, the generations of long ago. Was it not you who cut Rehab in pieces, who pierced the dragon? Was it not you who dried up the sea, the waters of the great deep, who made the depth of the sea a way for the redeemed to pass over? And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. This is the word of the Lord. Our topic this afternoon is awake arm of the Lord. And that is in verse 9. When you look at verse 9, you're going to wonder what is this awake, awake, hmm? Put on strength, O arm of the Lord. As I was reading this scripture, I was saying, who is telling God to wake up? It's like you're telling God you are sleeping. God, wake up. It's a wake up call, God. The question is, has God ever gone to sleep? That is a question that you can ask yourself. 
But have you ever been in a situation where you imagine God is sleeping? That he's not listening. He has closed you out. He does not care. I need plan B. Have you ever been in that situation where you feel all doors have closed down and where you feel, I think God must have disappeared. I think God is not there. And I think many times we reach a point when you stretch your arm and you're thinking, God, if you are there, I have heard testimonies from Muslims who have come to the Lord by themselves and they reach a situation when they raise their arms and say, God, if you are there, please come and save me. And for sure, he has come through and saved them without anyone preaching the gospel. But this is a situation where when you read from verse 1, verse 1 through verse 8, the, 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 the writer is very clear. Listen to me, you who pursue righteousness, you who seek the Lord, look to the rock from which you were hewn. He's talking in confidence that there is a God. He's talking in confidence about what God has done. And he's saying, look to, you, to Abraham, your father, to Sarah who bore you. He was one, but when I called him, but that I might bless him and multiply him. He's talking about what God has done in history. And he aligns it very well. And he talks about the comfort that God brings to Israel. And the verse 4 is saying, give attention to me, my people, and give ear to me, my nation, for law will go out from me. He's reminding them that he's a God of justice, he's a God of righteousness, he's a just judge, he's a God of salvation. He's saying when you lift your eyes in the heavens, he's there and he's able to do all that. And so after talking about all those wonderful things, then you get to verses 7 and verse 8. The Lord is promising to deal with the enemy. He is promising them, verse 8, for the moth will eat them up like a garment, which means he's a God who has defeated the enemy. But when it gets to verse 9, the tone changes. The tone changes. The writer, the, the, the prophet turns around and he says, God, awake, awake, put on strength, O arm of the Lord. Awake as in the days of the old, the generations of long ago. Was it not you who cut Rahab in pieces, who pierced the dragon? This is now someone waking up and saying, God, yes, I have seen all this, you have done all that, but there is a situation at hand. There is a situation, God, that you've not handled. There is a situation that needs your immediate attention. And therefore, God is being reminded to wake up. Friends, this is a desperate call on God to arise and do what he did in the past. What is happening here is that, God, we are wondering why you are not doing it. You did it in the past. Why is it that you are not doing it now? Put on strength, O arm of the Lord, awake as in the days of the old. It's like you're trying to bring yourself before God. It is a prayer before God. And you are saying, God, you are the one who I know in ancient past, in the days of the old, you have been God. 
the generations of long ago, God, you were there. Was it not you who cut Rahab? You know, now, when we look at a work, this is like a, a petition that, that, that is being made before God. Apparently, it seems like there is inactivity. There is no activity that justifies the presence of God among the children of Israel. But the children of Israel are remembering the greatness of God, the hand of God upon the Egyptians. The arm, when we talk about the arm, it is an instrument by which we execute any purpose. We have to use the arm. It is the instrument by which we are able to engage in battle. It is an instrument where you are saying when you talk about the arm of Yahweh, you are talking about the power of Yahweh. You are talking about Yahweh lifting his arm upon the enemies. And this is what the children of Israel are crying about. They are remembering that the arm of the Lord is too strong. The arm of the Lord cannot leave them to suffer. The arm of the Lord has been there. The arm of Yahweh for 70 years. The prophet is seeing the people suffering in, 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 in Babylon. He's seeing them in bondage. And he's saying, God, why don't you come through now? The prophet hears the voices of the children of Israel crying and nothing seems to be happening. And he's saying, God, you have to arise this time. Your arm must be lifted, the arm that you lifted long ago. Friends, the children of Israel always had a reminder in their lives. Every time they moved, they remembered the God who rescued them from Egypt. And even at this time when they are in, the, in, in, in exile, they are still remembering that there is a God who rescued them from the, from the time they suffered in Egypt. And therefore, he's the same God who is alive today. He's the same God who still loves them and he's able to protect them and deliver them. The, 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 the word Rehab here does not mean when you read Rehab, it seems to appear like Rehab the prostitute. But the Rehab here is representative of Egypt. Rehab here means Egypt. That is why he says that, um, was it not you who cut Rehab in pieces, who pierced, who pierced the dragon? Now, what that does mean to us? Cutting pieces, destroying. It was the arm of the Lord that wielded the sword of justice and vengeance by which Rahab was cut in pieces. And uh, when you read Isaiah chapter 30 verse 7, it says, um, Egypt's help is worthless and empty. Therefore, I have called her Rahab who, is, who sits still. And chapter, I mean, Psalm 89, verse 10, it says, You crushed Rehab like a carcass. You scattered your enemies with your mighty arm. So Rehab here is representative of Egypt. And what God is saying, what, what the prophet is saying, that God, it is you who destroyed Egypt. 
It is you who wounded the dragon. The dragon here is representative of the Pharaoh who was a thorn in the flesh of the children of Egypt. The dragon can sometimes be mentioned like a monster, a serpent, or any fierce thing. But here it is representative of the Pharaoh who had become a dragon in Egypt, who was a stumbling block to the children of Israel. And therefore he's saying, you wounded the dragon. When we talk about wounding the dragon, you remember the plagues when God visited Egypt. And he was able to hit the Pharaoh, much as the Pharaoh struggled one plague after the other. So what basically the children of Israel are saying here, God, you are mighty. Praise the Lord. They are saying God is just like setting their mind back and saying, God, you are powerful. God, you did it. You wounded the dragon. You destroyed the Pharaoh. You destroyed the Egyptians. You, 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 you destroyed Rahab. So he's mentioning it to, to God and reminding God that God, this is who you are. This is what I know you for. You are God who is a warrior. You are God who fights for your children. You are God who delivers your children. You never let your children to suffer. You are always present. Praise be to the Lord. Psalm 74 verse 13 to 14, he says, It was you who split up open the sea by your power. You broke the heads of the monster in the waters. It was you who crushed the heads of the Leviathan and gave it as food to the creatures of the desert. You know, this is telling God that God, I know you have done it. My situation is not too difficult. It's not more difficult than the one that you did long ago. God, you did it and you're going to do it again. Praise the Lord. You are going to do it again. So that is verse 9, where the, 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 the writer is making it clear that the Lord who was there is the same God. Verse 10, will it not, was it not you who dried up the sea and the waters and the great, who made the depth of the sea a way for the redeemed to pass through? This is a reminder of the story of Egypt. It is a reminder of what God did for the children of Israel. It is a reminder to the Israelites themselves that the God who was there by then is the same God who is here now. Friends, when we talk about the God of Egypt, we are talking about our God. We are talking about God who comes down in our circumstances, no matter how heavy they are, no matter how difficult they are. He's the Lord who dried the Red Sea. He's the Lord who can still make a way where there seems to be no way. He's the Lord who can make a way in the wilderness. He allowed the Jews to pass over. He is the Lord who has power. Verse 11 says, and he ransomed, and the ransomed of the Lord shall return. Praise the Lord. You know, after all is done, they are very confident that the ransomed of the Lord, much as they are in Babylon, they will return. They will return. Friends, when you read verse Psalm 137, 
Psalm 137. You look at the Jews very desperate and wondering by the rivers of Babylon we sat and wept when we remembered Zion. There on the, on the poplars we hung our harps. For there our captors asked us for songs. Our tormentors demanded our songs of joy. They said, sing us one song of Zion. How can we sing the songs of the Lord while in a foreign land? This was a question for the children of Israel. How can I sing if I forget you, Jerusalem? May my right hand forget it is skill. The children of Israel were wondering, how can I sing this song in a foreign land? But here there is hope, friends. The ransomed of the Lord shall return. The ransomed of the Lord shall return. And they shall come to Zion with singing. They shall come rejoicing because the Lord will have delivered them. Friends, I want to bring it to us this afternoon that no situation is permanent. The Lord is not sleeping. The Lord does not slumber. The Lord does not sleep. The Lord is awake. His hand is not too short to save. The Lord is not absent even in times of pain and suffering. The Lord will always come through. And we need to lift our faith to the Lord and be confident of this, that the Lord will come through. Friends, today, when you read that Psalm 137, listen to what the children of Israel were, were saying. Remember, Lord, what the Edomites did on the day of Jerusalem when Jerusalem fell? Tear it down, they cried. Tear it down to its foundations. Daughters, daughter Babylon, doomed to destruction. Happy is the one who repays you according to what you have done. Happy is the one who seizes your infant and dashes them against the rocks. Now, when you hear that voice, you hear the voice of retaliation. You hear the voice of revenge. But when you look at today, friends, is that what the Lord desires for our enemies? Today, Jesus is in the business of saving souls. We do not wish their children to be dashed on rocks. We desire salvation for our enemies because our God is out to save us. Our God is out to deliver us. Our God is out to give us a new song. And therefore, our prayer for our enemies is that, that the Lord will save them. That the Lord will show them salvation. That the Lord will bring them to his knowledge of salvation. Friends, this afternoon, there could be situations in our lives, especially as we face this season of Lent. There could be situations that are making us to struggle with life. There could be situations we are looking at and they seem to be impossible. There's going to be, uh, when you go out and look at the prices that are doubling and tripling every day, you come down and say, God, what is this? You wonder whether in the next few months we'll be able to drive because of 
the fuel costs. You do not know where the country is going. You do not know where the world is going. All of a sudden, you are seeing the fighting, and someone is saying, but is it this day, the, the, a world war coming? All of a sudden, you are seeing China again in lockdown, and you are wondering, are these fears all coming to us? Friends, we need to raise our voice and remember that the Lord who did it in the past will do it again. Praise be to the Lord. This is what, this is the faith that we have right now. That the things that are happening out there are not going to break us down. We are not going to spend the whole of our days crying over what is happening out there. Because we do not have the capacity to change anything. But there is God who did it. The Lord who did it will change it to our favor. The Lord will redeem us. The Lord will give us a new song. The Lord will give us a new journey. The Lord will give us triumph over our enemy. Praise be to the Lord. I want the choir to come and we we'll sing together that song. Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing. We want to sing that song. And friends, let's sing that song knowing that we are the redeemed of the Lord. We are the redeemed of the Lord, that the Lord is able to give us a new song. As you look around and you are looking at, you know, uh, 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 no, there are these seniors who, who are not hoping for their anything to increase. But there are those of us in offices who, whose salaries are not increasing. And sometimes we come down and we are like, God, what is it? There is someone in a business and you are saying, I don't see any improvement. Even the customers are not coming and you want to triple the costs and you see it is just unreasonable all these things friends we want the Lord to give us a new song we want the Lord to give us victory and triumph that the Lord himself who created us will take care of us let's stand and join in that song you can just lift up your hands in the middle. as you digest that someone doctors just minister to us. This is a season when you need to pick up yourself. Hope against hope. It has to work out. The Lord is in control of our lives. The Lord is at work. The Lord is at work. I want to tell you in spite of the prices being hiked, in spite of what you are hearing, nations attacking nations, the Lord is at work. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his all. You gotta bless the Lord, bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, yes, and all that is we. 
Just continue to exalt the name of the Lord for the many and great things that he has done, for the victory that he has brought in your life, for the joy that he has brought into your life. Just lift your voice and say thank you to the Lord. Thank, give thanks to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord for the breakthroughs that the Lord is bringing your way. You could have come here with a heavy heart. You are lying. You are on a heavy heart. And the Lord is reminding you that I have done great things. I have worked in the past. I am working in the present. I will work in the future. I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Lord is working 24 hours a year, a week. The Lord is working. Just give thanks to the Lord for what he is doing. Celebrate his greatness. I just remind the Lord that you are not going to be tortured by the circumstances around you, but you are going to lift your voice and give thanks to him. The Lord understands even what we see around us is not a surprise to the Lord. The Lord is not surprised about the prices. The Lord is not surprised about the wars. The Lord is not surprised about whatever is happening. Let's exalt the name of our God that we'll have confidence in this God. We'll have confidence that the Lord cares. We'll have confidence that the Lord is around. We'll have confidence that the Lord will take us through. We have confidence that the Lord will enable us. We have confidence that we are the redeemed of the Lord. And so no matter what the situation, we shall come with rejoicing. We shall come with the singing. We shall lay our tools before the Lord. We shall cry out to the God of heaven because he's able, he cares, he loves, he's available, he's more than willing to take over our circumstances. Father, we thank you. We thank you, our God and our Father, for this afternoon. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. Thank you, God, for working in us, oh God. Thank you, our God and our Father, for sorting our challenges, our problems, Jehovah God. Father, we lift our eyes to you. 
in the face of escalating prices or going out there. Lord, we are surprised even when we go to supermarkets, we don't know what to buy. God, when we go for fuel, we do not know what to do. Father, whenever we go, we do not know what to do. Lord, we are caught up in situations. But thank you, our Father and our God, that you've encouraged us this afternoon. That Lord, you are God and our maker. You are not surprised about the changes, my master. You are the same God who has watched over us. You are the same God who has cared for us. You are the same God who has empowered us. You are the same God who has walked with us. You walked with our forefathers, God, and you are with us today. And Lord, you'll walk with those who will come even in the ages to come. We give you thanks, our God and our Father, this afternoon. We surrender to you, Lord. We celebrate your greatness, O oh God. Father, we are confident that your arm is not too short to save us, O oh God, from the rising challenges of this season, O oh God. Father, your arm is not too short to cut us off from the wars that are escalating, O oh God. Your arm is not too short, Lord, to save your children from Ukraine, my master, king of glory, for what they are going through, Lord. Your arm is not too short to withhold Russia, my master, God, and remind them that fighting is not a solution, O oh God. Father, give us grace as we walk along. We want to remember the families of God that have lost lives, Jehovah, in Ukraine, or God, even in Russia, Lord, we trust that our Father and our God, you'll have your way. Father, we want to trust you, God, for the situation that we see the lockdown in China, that our Father, you who has saved us from COVID-19, will save us again. That, Father, even when we hear about it, we pray that, Lord, it will not reach us in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, you'll cover us, you'll shield us with your blood, O oh God. And that, Father, we'll be able to walk through, we'll be able to trust you, we'll be able to travail through whatever challenges that we are going through. And we'll live again, Lord, to testify to your goodness, O oh God. For, Lord, we'll have to testify in the land of the living. Lord, we give you thanks for this afternoon. We are praying that, Lord Jesus, even as we go out to work, even as we go out to serve, that, Lord, you release us with a blessing. But, Father, we want to thank you for this offering, oh God. We want to thank you for the hearts that have given. Lord, we pray that you multiply them, you increase them, and you provide blessing upon blessing, oh Lord, for all that they do, Jehovah God. Father, that they will not starve no matter the area of scarcity. That Lord, you be a provider. We give you thanks. And so, friends, brothers and sisters, may God bless you and watch over you. May God's face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you. May the Lord look kindly upon each one of us and give us the confidence to know that he's our father and our maker. To know that he's our sustainer. To know that we are the redeemed of the Lord. And may God sustain us in his grace to know that no matter what the season is, the Lord is more than able. And the blessings of God Almighty, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, may these blessings be upon each one of us and keep us now and forevermore. Amen. 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 Praise be to the Lord.